You are watching live to Brew Jackets, the only, and I don't care if there's anybody else out there, the only show, the only one, numero uno, cream of the crop show about it's inaccurate. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Dale, I don't care if it's inaccurate. This is all opinion. This is rhetoric. This is freedom of speech. Go America. Something's yeah. coming and buzzing in the background. I don't know what it is. I don't care. I'm excited. We got Blue Jackets news. We got the Bearcats shitting the bed all over the place. It's a fantastic Saturday. Let's go! Kevin, take it away. Oh, yeah. Hold on a second. What is that? Who's running the sweeper? Uh, it's not me. <laughs> okay, that that noise you're hearing, that's my mom vacuuming, vacuuming, but that's upstairs. And Kevin's I'm mom, stop! <laughs> Bring the meatloaf! Mom! Mom, the meatloaf! They want meatloaf! But, she right. Okay, she heard us. All right. Thank you. Mom. Love you. Yeah. Thank you, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Kevin Valentine. Thank you, mom. Kevin's mom. Yeah. Thanks, mom. Thanks, Blue Jackets, mom. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, um, hello, Santori. Hello, Dale. Hello, sir. Um, Santori doesn't have those great sunglasses anymore, so I can't say that he doesn't. He has great I, sunglasses. I brought them in the room. I don't know where they went. Um, they're 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 here. I wore them today. But um, but but anyways, yes, there is a lot of Blue Jackets news and recently really there there's there's two big ones and then there's another one we can talk about as well but really the two big ones from a blue jacket standpoint is alexander texier will not be playing for the blue jackets this season and the blue jackets are one of the teams connected to patrick kane of the blackhawks in trade rumors well let's start with texier so that was what, maybe a week, week and a half ago that news dropped. Yeah. And Texier is gone. That is not necessarily how you spell it, but close enough. He gone. <laughs> He's still going to play hockey, but it's uh, something, I believe, with um, his mental health or situation back home from everything I've read. I don't personally know that. But, yeah. you know, so anytime it's stuff like that, you just wish the guy the best and you hope whatever's going on that, you know, he can improve and get his mind right and still play some good hockey and maybe rejoin the Blue Jackets another season. See, right. this is what happens when you don't necessarily pay attention like me because I was kind of just running with he gone. But if, if it's truly a situation that I don't know, like I'm, I'm here learning, that, that's kind of my, my thing with the show is I'm using the oh. show to help learn about hockey. If, it, if it's a thing with mental health, I, I – Pray to, to God that he gets better. I've, I've right, been yeah. through those struggles. I know those demons. It's not fun. Um, you know, I I wish him the best. If he can come back, he can come back. But if, if he needs to step away to get his mind right, then that's the best thing that he needs to do for him. Yeah, yeah and the, 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 there, there was something building up to this, which is uh, this past season he was playing really good especially on the line of Sean Corrali and Eric Robinson. That was a good line that Blue Jackets had, that they could put him out just about at any time and to really get, get things going in the Blue Jackets' direction. And so if there was something going on in the game that wasn't exactly going right for the Blue Jackets, uh, Brad Larson, he'd often throw that line out there, and it would, it would help push the Blue Jackets in the right direction. So And then 
So it looked like Texier, he was playing real good, and he could have been had that breakout year this past season. But then in January, he break he gets hurt by breaking his finger, and that took him out for a bit. But then they thought, well, maybe he'll come back from that broken finger. He didn't come back from the broken finger because about March of last season, the news came out that there was some family and other personal issues that he had to go back to his home back in France to be with. And then during the Johnny Gaudreau press conference, when the Blue Jackets got Johnny Gaudreau, Yarmo Kekalainen, the Blue Jackets GM, was asked about Alexander Texier if he thought that he would be playing this season, given the situation of what happened. And at that point in time, Yarmo Kekalainen said yes, that he believed that Alexander Texier would play for the Blue Jackets this season. So I'm hoping for the best for him and hope he gets it figured out. But something must have changed between that press conference up until the news happens that he's not going to play anymore for, for the Blue Jackets. He will be playing over in Europe in Switzerland. So he's going to be closer to his family uh, in France. So XBA was seen as a guy who could have had that breakout year this upcoming season. But Someone else will t- have to take his spot now because it does hurt the Blue Jackets from a hockey standpoint because he is a center slash wing. He's like Boone Jenner. He can play a little center, a little wing, and the Blue Jackets do need help at center. And Texier could have been one of those guys to help play at center, but they don't have that anymore. So someone else will have to take his spot, and best of luck to you, Texier. I hope you feel well. Yeah, I just want to ask Kevin um... – where do you think he would have slotted in had he been here? Where were you expecting him to play at? Which line? Which spot, per se? <laughs> this stupid fucking hockey podcast. Oh. All right. I unmuted him for two seconds, and there we are. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, how does Matt really feel about being on this? <laughs> yeah. Damn, Matt. Sorry. <laughs> oh, jeez. Welcome to the show. Anyway. Um, what a glowing endorsement for the show. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's the shenanigan. For you, right? you know, oh my God. The first shenanigan was Matt joining. Oh, go there, catch Matt. Uh, the first shenanigan was Matt joining us from Trivia Night. The second one was fucking milk and eating Chipotle. So now we have our third shenanigan for the third episode. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to answer your question, Bill. Yes. Back on track. Back on track. Texier, where did you see him playing? Everyone if, take a deep breath. Yeah. Where if did you see him playing, slotting in? Which line, what spot? If the Blue Jackets had Alexander <laughs> Texier, I think he, mm, let's say, second to fourth line, somewhere in that area, just how he was playing. He was slowly yeah. building himself up to a top six role the way he was playing. I think he would have started as a third liner personally. Right. Is right. what I was thinking on the wing. And right. then maybe could have moved up. But. Right. So when y'all are saying fourth line, third line, is that like depth? Yes. Like, okay. speaking, yes. Like first line, second line, that's more of your, your top, top players. Your top players, your 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 offensive lines, your scoring. And then your third or fourth line, they can score too, but that's more defense, generally speaking. Okay. So – when we talk about that, is that somebody that would be on the ice for a substantial amount of time, or is that like a backup? 
Uh, yes and no. It really depends on you know the situation because if you're in a game where there's lots of uh, pe penalty kills from your for your team, you're going to throw out your third and fourth line guys. And generally speaking, you're not going to throw out your first and second line guys for that. And then you've got your power play unit, you know, yeah. that could be on the ice if you're on the power play. If right. you know, there's a penalty you have. So a lot of that depends. But typically speaking, yes, the higher line you're in, the more ice time you should have. You should okay. have. And, and also there are times where if you're the home team, this is another thing, Santori, if you're the home team, you get the last matchup on line changes. So let's say the team you're playing throws out their first line and you want to match that with your top defensive line, which is usually your third or fourth line. So you throw your third or fourth line out there. And that's instances where the third and fourth line may get more playing time because the team is playing their first line a lot and you want the defensive matchup to stop that. And sometimes teams just say kind of just screw it and say, okay, you throw out your first line, we'll throw out our first line and you just go, go for it. But it really just depends on the time in the game. So let's just say it's like a minute to go and you're up a goal and you need to protect that lead and keep the team from others from, from not scoring. That's a situation where you would throw your third or fourth line out again it's okay. no disrespect to the first or second line. They could do it, but you want your more defensively sound, responsible guys in that situation. On the flip side of that, you're down a goal with a minute to go. You need to score a goal to keep the game going. That's where you would put your first or second line out. So he's kind of like when the Reds would put in like a better defensive outfielder in the ninth inning with a one-run lead. Right. Just to try and help protect things. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So, right. yeah, that, that's important. I would hate to lose that. <clears throat> and, you know, in Texier, you look at how he was going. So he started out as one of the – he was drafted in 2017. And that year, the Blue Jackets didn't have a first-round draft pick. He was picked in the second round. But Texi but Yarmo Kekalainen has, has said this in press conferences that – if the Blue Jackets had a first-round draft pick in 2017, he would have used it to pick Alexander Texier. And every time the Blue Jackets had trade offers, teams would come to him and they would ask about Texier. And every time, Yarma would say, no, you're not getting Texier. And Tex now, he's still fairly young as well, correct, Kevin? Right. He's right. still only 20 in his early 20s? Right. He, he was very young when he started with the Blue Jackets, Santori. Uh, I'm going to call a quick timeout because I don't know what's going on in the world of college football, but I just checked back in on the Bearcats. Yes, go Bearcats. It, it was 21-7 when we started this. Yeah. It's 21-14, and UC's down to, like, the 10-yard line. So they're go Bearcats! Somehow they're pulling this out of their ass, possibly. Sounds what? like maybe a, maybe a good drive and then a turnover almost. Yeah, it's what it sounds. Yeah, so they are – well, they just had an illegal formation. So it's first and goal from – Turn the, it back off. Turn it back right. off. <laughs> good when you guys aren't watching. First and goal from the 13. Still, still not a bad situation. Down seven. No. Six, and there's six minutes to go in the, the third. So, I mean, there's still a quarter and a half to go here. OH. I.O., but go Bearcats. Anyways. Hang on, Sloopy. Sloopy, hang on. O-H-I-O. Whoa. Okay, he dropped that pass. All right. 
Well, oh, no, he caught it. Oh, now they're saying incomplete. Keith, Joseph, and Mary. Hockey, back, hockey, hockey. Back yeah. to the well, I'll, before we move on to our second topic of the Patrick Kane rumors. Yes. So, basic, so Texier draft pick in 2017 would have been picked with the first-round draft pick if they had it. He was in the second round. Uh, teams have asked about him in the past and every time for a trade. Yarmo says no. He was playing over in first started in France. He did good there. Then he moved to Finland. He did good there. Then in 2019, he moved to play for the Cleveland Monsters. In seven games, he had five goals, two assists, seven points. He got up to brought up to the Blue Jackets. He's And the last game of the regular season, he scores his first ever NHL goal. And then he was a big reason why the Blue Jackets knocked out the Lightning because in game four, the, the series clinching goal to knock the Lightning out of the playoffs, he scored two goals. And then the following year, he scores a game-winning goal in overtime in the regular season. And then in the playoffs against in the playoffs the following year, he was a part of a line that had ten points in ten games. So you so you see all of this trajectory of where Texier is going, plus with the play of last year, and you think, man, the Blue Jackets have something with them. And then it's disappointing that he's not going to be able to play with the Blue Jackets because they have something. But, you know, like everyone has said so far in this podcast episode, if you've got mental health issues or whatever the heck it is, take care of that, yep. help you feel better, and then you'll come back and play for the Blue Jackets. So that's what I uh, have to say from the Alexander Texier standpoint. Yeah, yeah, I think that about sums it up. I mean, we all just got to wish the best for the guy and hope, you know, he gets the help that he needs or whatever situation's going on improves and – and, uh, you know, maybe he'll come back on a Blue Jacket standpoint and dominate in the future. If not, still wish the best of luck to him and everything right. he does, you know. Right. It, it's more important for him to get those mentals right than anything else. For sure. And even What's, if he's not with the Blue Jackets, he's a good enough hockey player that he could find a job with a different team, whether it be in the NHL or somewhere in Europe. Yeah, if he wants to play there because that's what he needs, then all power to him, you know. That's, that's fine. So yeah. let's – Talk a little Patrick Kane. Cincinnati just scored. It's no premature, premature celebration. I was throwing my hands up to tell you it's fourth and goal from the three. Premature And it looks like they're going for it. I don't know about that. Down seven. I would kick the field goal, but that's me. Besides, Uh, well, they've missed two field goals today. So let's. Yeah, that's not a guarantee. (laughs) UC's a kicking game, not a lead. Yeah, I'm going to call this one for you. Fourth and goal from the three. Man in motion. Brian takes the snap, rolls right, sprint out, and the play's blown dead. Flag on the field. <laughs> what, a, what a fucking letdown. <laughs> Delay a game, second on the drive for UC. So now we're back to the eight. And they're probably, probably going to bring the field goal unit out yeah. now. <laughs> I that was so hyped for that. Darn it. Worst live call of all time. And there's just a penalty. That was <laughs> <laughs> and it's blown dead. Damn. <laughs> All right, Patrick Kane rumors out there. <laughs> yeah. I I don't see that happening. Um, I mean, great player would be a good addition, but salary cap, just a yeah. lot of reasons that I don't see it. What do you got to give up to get him? All those yeah. reasons. Yeah. What's your thoughts on him, Kevin? So yeah, the points that you made, Dale, they're all good points, and they're all good reasons. And, and um, like I told you before the show, you know, if I was at a casino and I had $10 to spend, 
I would put $9 on it's not happening and $1 that it is happening. And the reason I say the $1 is that the Blue Jackets have Jarmo Kekalainen as their GM. And Jarmo Kekalainen has a history of making big moves, especially when no one is paying attention to the Blue Jackets. From getting Marion Gabrick to getting Brandon Saad, Pierre-Luc Dubois, Saad for Artemi Panarin, getting getting Matt Duchesne, getting Panarin, getting Gustav Nyquist, getting Patrick Laine, and then the most recent thing, getting Erica Branson and Johnny Gaudreau. So well, even even the what they were able to get for Seth Jones package was right. probably more right. than I thought would would happen, knowing he wasn't probably going to resign here. Right, and that's another example of what Yarmo has done is that with that trade, he got Adam Boquist, he got Jake Bean basically Jake Bean. through trade, but then through a trade. trade, but yeah, he got he got a second round draft pick that the Blue Jackets used to get Jake in Carolina. They also a first round draft pick that became Cole Sillinger, and another first round draft pick that became David Yurichek in this past NHL draft. And Cole Sillinger was playing last year in the NHL at was he eighteen last year? Eighteen years old. Really good, playing real good, and could be a first line, second line star for the Blue Jackets in the future. So thank you, Yarmo. Thank you, Blackhawks. So you put all those things together, and that's why I say one dollar. It could happen because the Blue Jackets have a history trading with the Blackhawks, and Yarmo just has these histories of making big moves for the Blue Jackets. So I'm like, it's probably not going to happen, but eh, it could happen. That there's that Yarmo, he's the GM. There's that one. That's there's that one dollar. It could happen. So most likely not. And like you've said, Dale, Patrick Kane's contract is ten point five million dollars. That's too expensive. Yeah. No team is basically going to touch that. One year left on his deal, so even if you did get him, you'd have to try and sign him. And there's the chance that he may not sign. There's a chance he may not sign. But do you want to play that game? No. The Blue Jackets have played that game with Artemi Panarin and Seth Jones and Sergei Bobrovsky and a bunch of other guys. I don't think they want to play that game anymore. Now, if it don't happen with the the Blue Jackets – do you see him getting traded? Do you see – because I know the salary cap situation around the league is the big reason we didn't get the value we thought a potential uh, person that we let go. Uh, shoot, why am I blanking on his name? Albert, to Seattle. Albert. Yeah, Bjorky. Bjorky. Jeez, yeah. he's gone for five minutes and I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, so, Bjorky, though, you know, it was – salary cap was the reason that we didn't get really the value of the player – but right. you've got to do what you got to do to bring in right. Goudreau and Line's contract. So now, you know, where are you going to get that money for Patrick Kane? And where around the league, who has that? Or is he just going to play out his one-year deal and hit the market, do you think? I think, you know, because there's a little perspective here. So I do, obviously, I, you know, I like hockey. For the most part, I pay attention to the Blue Jackets like 99% of the time. And I do pay attention to other teams and, so I do live in the Chicago area, so I do watch some of the Blackhawks games on TV. Is it windy there today? Uh, to my not in not in the area that I'm in. No. Ooh, I it's know. the windy city. What a lie! We've been lied to. Well, I'm in a suburb of Chicago, anyways. Gated community? No. no gated? No gated, gated community. No. Um, Are you in danger? No. Gated suburb of Chicago. No, I'm 
I'm okay. The the place I'm in, it's a nice place. Come and blink twice if you're in trouble. <laughs> okay. 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 He looked like he froze. I thought he got. Okay. No. Never mind. Uh, but what I've seen, so because I live in the Chicago area, I do watch some of the Blackhawks games on TV. And I do read some Blackhawks stuff online. So what I've seen is that Patrick Kane for years has seen as like the Blackhawks version of Joey Votto. He's just that good of a player and a dude who's been such an important part of the team's history he, from a, the team and a marketing perspective. Like you, know, you think of the Reds, you probably think Joey Votto right now. You think of the Blackhawks, you probably think of Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. It's that big of an and, and Kane's been a big part of uh, Team USA hockey as well, correct? Right, right. Kevin, make sure you enunciate when you say that team's name, or we're going to be thinking of something different. What? I didn't Blackhawks. Know. Okay. Anyways. Blackhawks. <laughs> um, <laughs> took Dale a second. He's there now. I did, yeah. I was like, <laughs> what? I didn't. Anyway, but, so Patrick Kane, he's been a big part of the – Blackhawk success. Is Matt just eating? Yes. I want to know the people that tune into this show just to watch Matt eat, play trivia, or uh, work at the meat shop. You know, that's in the three episodes so far. Like, I have him unmuted. He's muted himself. He's He's just hanging out watching. He's a glorified fan tonight. He's watching the Bearcats, man. Oh, Oh, my God. But – so, but Patrick Kane is a big reason why the Blackhawks have been successful. Three Stanley Cups and all the big success they've had over the years. Patrick Kane is a big part of that. And there's some belief that Patrick Kane would just play like Joey Votto the rest of his time with the Blackhawks. But the Blackhawks have a new GM and he's more, let's say, aggressive on the more rebuilding thing. And that doesn't include trading Patrick Kane if he had to do that. However, though, it is tough because, you know, the contract is expensive and all that other stuff. And like you said, Dale, it's a flat salary cap and it's made and coronavirus has made that even worse. So yeah, it's every team's really up against it, right? Basically, there's like two or three teams that have salary cap. But every, so for the most part, every team has salary cap issues. So if he did get traded. This isn't to say he could get traded now, but if he did get traded, it'd probably be a trade deadline thing to where teams would just more likely be just to say, just, you know, fuck it and just go for it and give up. Whoa, Kevin. What the fuck? What's your goddamn language, son? Okay, fine. (laughs) So (laughs) that's Dale's job. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, fine. I'll I'll, I'll leave it up to Dale. Okay. Um. So, realistically, he could he could get traded, but it's just going to be hard. That's that's what I think. Yeah, I would agree with that. But and, you just never know. But it would be difficult. So it could get done, whether that be the Blue Jackets or some some other team. And another point, I saw this on Twitter, and I think it makes sense: is that even if it doesn't happen with the Blue Jackets, I think a lot of times the Blue Jackets get thrown in with some of these teams because some of the hockey writers, whether it be from Columbus or the national media, they look at what Yarmo's done with all these moves and they just assume, well, you know, the Blue Jackets are probably 
in it because of what you, Darko has done. You can't rule them out for any trade that that is out there or potentially out there a lot of times, for sure. Right, yeah. Um, now, do you think he could potentially be a more of a trade deadline person? Will his salary, you know, half his salary be paid or so at that point? That that's probably if he does get traded, that's probably the most likely thing is that the Blackhawks would take some of that money, take some of the hit, and take some of the hit. Or what this past trade deadline, this past season, um, this is what many teams did, including the Blue Jackets. So when the Blue Jackets traded Max Domi, they got Carolina's top defense, one of the their top defenseman prospects, and to make that trade work, the Blue Jackets sent Max Domi first to like the Panthers and the Panthers took some of his contract and then the Panthers traded something traded Max Domi to Carolina and Carolina took some of that contract as well to help soften the blow because it was his contract was only one year but it was just over five million dollars so three teams to try and break up some of that you know, so, so these guys have to be creative in this COVID world and salary cap flat cap situation these general managers are finding creative ways because also teams like if they're out of it at the trade deadline and everything Patrick Kane's done and he's probably not going to be there, you know, if he doesn't want to come back the next year, you, yeah. you kind of want to do right by the player and put him on a contender potentially also. Right. Right. So that's probably what's going to happen. If he, in my opinion, if he, if he gets trade, traded, that's probably what's going to happen. But I kind of view him as like, he's the, Joey Votto of the Blackhawks. He's just been an important part of their team history and their success that in a marketing standpoint, would you really get rid of him? And Patrick Kane, he does have a no trade clause. So he might just say no to all of this because I know that he has a wife and a young kid. So like he might just say no to this and say, no, I'm not going anywhere, you know? Yeah. But Fair points. Is there anything else you guys, I know we said we only really had these couple of topics and we've almost done a half an hour. You want to maybe talk a little Union Blue Soldiers and stuff real quick? Yeah, so I'll do, I have one more Blue Jackets thing we can talk about that happened recently is they signed uh, James Neal to a uh, PTO player uh, professional tryout. And every team does this right before training camp starts or during training camp in the preseason where you throw a contract to a guy who has a history of being good, but maybe he's not as good as what he used to be, but he has that track record. Well, maybe there's something there. With James Neal, he has a history of being like a 20-30 goal scorer, and in more recent years, he, that's kind of slipped a bit. But when he, but he's when given the chance to play, he's shown he can still score goals, especially like on the power play, and he's got a good shot. So, uh, winger or center? Winger. So, we got a lot of those, though. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people are saying, too. We do have a lot of wingers, but uh, it's a, it's worth a shot. And if nothing works out, he could use this as an audition to maybe another team who looks at it and say, hey, he played pretty good there. Maybe we'll give him a shot. It's uh, basically no risk. No risk right. bringing right. him in. And Aaron Portsline, uh, the, one of the Blue Jackets writers, he brought The man. Up. The man for all the Blue Jackets news, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he brought this up on his Twitter page yesterday in regards to the James Neal signing, which is the Blue Jackets outside of like, you know, uh, Jake Voracek and like maybe like a Boone Jenner, Sean Corrali, they don't have a lot of older veteran, veteran type guys. And if 
James Neal, that's one of the reasons, at least according to him, that the Blue Jackets brought him in besides his goal-scoring abilities for a potential veteran presence if he did make the team with the with the Blue Jackets. But so it may something may come out of that, something may not. So we'll just have to wait for training camp. And then but before training camp, the big thing is the Traverse City tournament, which is happens every year. The Blue Jackets' top prospects go up against other teams' top prospects up in Traverse City, Michigan. And it's like the first step. If you're trying to make the Blue Jackets, it's like a first audition to try and impress the Blue Jackets because you do good there. You can do good in training camp preseason, and maybe you make the team. Last year, uh, Yegor Chinikov, one of the young up-and-coming players for the Blue Jackets, uh, had uh, six gold in two games in the Traverse City tournament. So that's pretty good, two hat-tricks. And he played pretty good there. He played pretty good in the preseason. Then he made the Blue Jackets, and he had some pretty good moments for the Blue Jackets this past season and seen as a younger guy as that could be a big guy for the Blue Jackets. As for who's going to play in that Traverse City tournament, probably going to be Kent Johnson. I would suspect Krill Marchenko, their top Russian prospect, is going to be there. I'm looking forward to seeing him probably more yeah. than anybody. He, and him and Kent, oh. we've seen a little bit of Kent. Yeah, yeah. Did, did you just see the quarterback die? I must be Jesus Christ. Yeah, I'm a little behind. Brian just got destroyed. He, like, slammed him. It, look, the I mean, it was a legal looked- hit, but, my God, he got oh, every yeah. ounce of that lineman. Yeah. <laughs> but um, – uh, Kromarchenko, the top Russian prospect, he played pretty good at the development camp he had back in July, and he's probably going to be there in the Traverse City tournament. He's Besides Kent Johnson, he's one to look at. Their top goalie prospect, Danil Tarasov, also Russian, he's probably going to be at the Traverse City tournament as well. Do you see any way that he bumps out for the number two spot this year? Probably unlikely since they brought uh, Blanken again. Corpusalo back. Corpusalo back. Yeah, there is a there is a scenario where this does happen. Is that it could be where he's p- just playing so good in Cleveland that he may be just too good enough to keep him down in the Myers that you have to bring him up. But I also think that Corpusalo maybe he has to be playing not as good as right. what Shoney can be. It's one of those a little bit of both. Yeah, like, you got to have both things for the move to be made. So, like, if but if Corpus Allo is playing fine, like he's shown in the past, example, 2019-2020 season, where he helped the Blue Jackets go on a 19-5 and run, and he would have made the All-Star game if he didn't get hurt. And he's a, he had two shutouts in the playoffs against Toronto. You know, he played pretty good in the Tampa Bay series as well in Toronto. So, like... It's there. He's had his moments where it's good and he's there, but he's just got to be able to put it together. And this is his last shot with the Blue Jackets because Tarasov is coming, whether that means now or in the future. So it really depends on how Corpusal is playing. If he's playing good, Tarasov, no matter how good he's playing, he's going to stay down there so he can develop and get starting starting time down there, be the starter down in Cleveland. But if Corpusal is playing bad, and Tarasov is playing really good down in Cleveland. Where you can't <laughs> keep him down here, you have to bring him up. So it really just depends on that because Elvis Merzlikens is the goalie 
of the future for now because they gave him that big five-year contract. Yeah. Merzlikens has proved it as well. He can be good. Jesus. But, yeah. Yeah, that's you're just now seeing when it got. I heard the who, and I thought it was yeah. Kobe. There went his helmet. Yeah, we Prater Prater in now. He's got to come off, right? That's uh, the end of the quarter. Oh shit! But so uh, going to the fourth quarter in the UC Bearcats versus Arkansas game. We're podcast listeners. We're kind of watching that and talking. We we've done thirty two. Let's go. Let's do Union Blue Soldiers though, Kev. Yes. To wrap it up, all right. And you can talk about Bengals and Bruins. Screw my show, but hey. Hey, you talk about your show too. Rally around the net. Hey, clip that. Clip that. Clip what? You haven't said a damn thing this whole time. <laughs> you clip, clip something. Clip Dale saying, screw my show. No, that was Santorum. That was me. That's how much attention Matt's Would paid. you please pay attention, so Matt? <laughs> no. He's sitting there showing us all his pizza and. <laughs> Living his it's best Donato's, life. man. It's Donato. Ooh, I love Donato's. The most overpriced crispy cracker pizza on the planet. Oh, no. This segment shit. brought to you by Donato's. Yeah, where you'll have the shits for at least two hours later. <laughs> where you can eat two whole pizzas and not feel my, hungry. It'll clean out my bowels. Oh, my God. Yeah. Kevin, Blue Union Soldier, please. Yes, okay. Dog barking. Anyways, uh, <laughs> Great Bearcat shirt, Matt. Go Bearcat. Is it Blue Union or Union Blue? I fuck it up every time. Uh, it's, you, it's Union Blue Soldiers. Well, and for everybody on their Twitter, I'm sorry. I'm still learning. That's okay. That's Thank okay. you for allowing us to stream. Yeah. So, and that's another thing is uh, this is live streaming on Union Blue Soldiers' Twitter page. So, if you see it right now, that's one of the places where it's streaming right now. Um, oh, and one more thing, Santori, as I was listening to your podcast with your dad, Bengal's dad, rally around the natty. Thank you. Bengal dad. Um, Bengal dad. Yes. Bengal dad. Bengal dad. And, and you, and, and you were trying your absolute best of talking about the blue jackets. I appreciate it. <laughs> No, I mean this in a nice way. I'm not, I'm not being mean about it. I'm being sincere. Nice <laughs> I mean this in a nice way. When you were t- here's you're talking about Johnny Gaudreau. Here's how you say Johnny Gaudreau. Johnny, Johnny, good fella, Gaudreau, 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 Gaudreau. Okay, we'll get there. I'll forget. Johnny's a good fella. You will get there. That's a suffice to meet the ball. You will, as we as we go through Cancel. this hockey Cancel. journey, you will you will slowly get better. I will slowly learn how to say these guys' names that have all kinds of vowels right next to each other. Right. Yes. Have you have you all seen <laughs> that skit on SNL? I always reference with Chance the Rapper, where he's doing the sideline reporting. I, I don't think I have seen Oh, that. my God. It's so yeah. damn funny. They're like, and we're going to go to our new sideline reporter who's stepping in for the night. <laughs> it's Chance the Rapper. And he's like, who do you have there for the player of the game? And he's like, turn around. And it says SKJ. He's like, I don't know what sound that makes, but let's do this hockey. <laughs> he's like, it's so damn cold down here. <laughs> so damn cold. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, I'm so sorry. How cold is it? Because I've never been to a live one, Kevin. Is it pretty cold inside? Not that bad. It's not too bad. Pretty normal. But 
I, I will say this, though, probably because I'm like wearing a hockey jersey and this is kind of heavy, so you don't feel it as much. But I don't think it's that, that bad. Anyways. Okay. But you probably want to wear sleeves. Kind of heavy. Yeah. Something like a long sleeve shirt, hockey jersey, you know. So not shirtless chugging a gallon of milk, right? Yeah. That is good for our podcast, but that wouldn't go at the Blue Jackets game because they'd look at you funny and be like, what the heck are you doing? And the security there would Evan Prater's in the game! Sorry. And they scored a touchdown. The go Bearcats did? Or they're at the one. I'm trying what, to win. Would you, I, I was on second and 22. <laughs> Let me enjoy Evan's greatest moment as a Bearcat, please. <laughs> I don't know where they marked him out, but he didn't score, but it's... Anyways, but um, no. So to answer your other question, Dale, you know, because you you said Union Blue Soldiers. So I will tell you about Union Blue Soldiers, and you can say something about Bengals and Brews, and Santori can say something about Rally Around the Natty, and Matt <laughs> can watch the game, but I think he's going to start a, a Who Days Bengals podcast. Uh, anyways, so. Uh, my name's Kevin. I have a Blue Jackets group called Union Blue Soldiers. I'm one of the people that run it. It's a fun group. We're on Facebook, big Facebook group, over almost 5,000 followers. We do game day threads and a whole bunch of fun stuff, a fun place to talk about Blue Jackets with your fellow Blue Jackets fans. We're on Twitter at the UB Soldiers, Instagram, Union Blue Soldiers, Snapchat, tit, Snapchat, TikTok, and just about everywhere else. We also do fun marches every year for the home opener, and if, if the Blue Jackets stupid holding, checking stupid out that holding right now. I was going to say holding. it looked like we got the corner on the edge there. Yeah, I think yeah. it would have been a touchdown, but it was a holding penalty. Dang it! So we're uh, we back to midfield again. Yeah, pretty much. Jesus, Joseph yeah, and Mary. Anyway. So we do marches for the Blue Jackets. If if you know home opener, if they make the playoffs, we'll do another one. We're doing another march this upcoming October fourteenth, Friday, October fourteenth. 2022, starting at 6 o'clock p.m., so our bar to Nationwide Arena. So I encourage every Blue Jackets fan to join Union Blue Soldiers for our march. Yeah, screwed on that holding penalty. Yeah, that's so, what I just seen the replay of it. Hope to see you there. Stupid, Anyways. stupid penalty. Dale? Yeah, I do a show Bengals called Bagels and Brews. And Brews. Uh, next, we will have a show this coming up on Thursday with Drew Garrison that a lot of people knows. He writes for Cincy Jungle. And then we're also going to have T-Robe. I believe it's Terry Roberson is his real name, but he's the comedian that's been on tour opening for Gary Owen Comedy. So he opens for Gary Owen. We went and saw them live last week. Hilarious. He's a Stillers fan, so we're going to have him on to preview, you know, Bengals versus Stillers. He'll be our first Stillers fan we've ever had on. But, you know, Gary was like, hey, you know, I'm sure they've never had anybody from Pittsburgh on. He's like, so we exchanged information and and we set up for a show this coming Thursday. Should so it should be a good preview for Sunday's upcoming game, and then we'll probably be doing a little tailgate content as well on next Sunday at the Bengals versus Steelers games. A lot of fun stuff coming up, guys. I ran into so I was picking up food today at a restaurant. I got a mushroom Swiss burger, and when I was picking it up, I was wearing my I have my black Joe Burrow jersey on, and the guy looks at me. He's working behind the cash register. And he looks at me, oh, Bengelson. I said, yeah. And he's like, oh, I like the Steelers. And I booed his ass. Just <laughs> <laughs> booed him right on the spot. Just started yeah, booing booed him. Just imagining Kevin standing in like a Penn Station going, boo. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Santori, put your beautiful face yeah. on this screen and tell us about Rally Around the Natty. 
Hold on, I'm watching a punt. And another flag. I think Fickle's going to kill somebody. He- he's not looking happy right now. <laughs> yeah, he looks like he's ready to murder everybody on the team. All right, so Santori here, yours truly, your favorite person on this show. As I get called uh, over the top, and I think one guy called me a drunk. That may have been Dale, though. We're not sure. Um, I well, I am, so that's well, more fitting if he was talking to me. You don't have a drink. Yeah, I was, I was regardless. So, yeah, I do a podcast with my father called Rally Round the Natty. It's just a lot of kind of back porch bickering about Cincinnati sports. We typically cover uh, Bengals, Reds, and Bearcats. As of sometimes, late, been, sometimes they have me on when they need to spice things up. Yeah, we, we definitely will bring Dale on every once in a while, and I typically give my dad a call about an hour ahead of time and say, hey, Dale's coming on. It's going to go off the rails. There's going to be sex jokes. I'm sorry. Just uh, let, let's roll with the punches. And he's like, I got it. He brings Well, last brings time it. he was on vacation, and I was like, go bang, go bang your wife. Go. <laughs> Do it on camera. He goes, Dale does bring viewers, you know, yeah. so. <laughs> it, 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 it's a good show. I was on it that one. The last time we did a, a Brew Jackets episode recording, we were done with that, and Jeff was on, and then we went straight to your podcast with your dad, and it was a fun show. I enjoyed being on it. Yeah, we we uh, we, we try to offer the unique perspective of a father son, and uh, you know I, I think a lot of people appreciate that. They don't maybe I don't do. appreciate me or him as a solo <laughs> identity. They appreciate but, the idea, but the the idea of a father son Cincinnati podcast, I I think does kind of tug on the heartstrings of some people, especially just, you know, those sports are traditionally a father, son, mother, daughter, or whatever it is. It's a generational thing. Right. We, we really try to pull at that angle. And, you know, for the most part, it's Bengals, Reds, and Bearcats. So um, one announcement we do want to make is that uh, during the football season, we're going to start coming uh, twice a week. <laughs> start coming yeah, I know. That's not a bad. What, we're going to our ladies. We're going to. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're gonna be uh air, airing twice a week. Um, I, I think Coming. the idea is to do a um, mid afternoon show on Mondays, kind of recapping what happened Sunday and previewing the Monday night games. Um, I'm actually uh, trying to pull some strings to get my work schedule switched around so I can have the podcast on Monday afternoons, and then we're gonna go on our traditional time at Thursdays. Um, kind of previewing the weekend and maybe previewing uh, some high school football and seeing how that goes. So we're really going to be focusing football this time of year. We tried to focus baseball over the summer, but they didn't give us much to work with. But they so, were uh, ass. They were ass. <laughs> uh, here we are. Um, I'm excited to talk about some Bearcats, some you know local high school football. God knows there's a million teams around here to talk about, and you know most importantly, our beloved Bengals. Yes, I do, I do have to say, you, you know, your the, the tweet that you're referencing about either you or Dale calling you a drunk in that same comment, he said that he liked Mike Happy. Oh yeah, well, you get God. all the love, Kevin. You get all the love. One guy was like, "Kevin's the backbone of this show, and Santori needs to tone it down." No, <laughs> no, I, take I, your I shirt off. No, I don't think you have to tone it down. It look, look, this show. Got milk. Got milk. <laughs> Listen, this show is like okay. There's some seriousness to some serious seriousness to it. Yeah, We're I, think talk we about I think we do. I think we walk a good line of it. We have fun, and we still right, right. Good like there's going to be some seriousness to it. We're going to talk about the Blue Jackets, but then there's going to be some silly shenanigans to it. You know, from the first episode, Matt joining us from Trivia Night, episode two, 
Santori doing the awesomeness of eating Chipotle and chugging milk. Me, me pissing the whole time. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. At one point, you had a vibrator out. <laughs> so, and then, you know, and then this episode, you know, Matt just kind of hanging out, not really saying anything and then that was the one pushing us the entire afternoon for doing a show and he sits there and eats pizza and offers almost nothing matt you want to the only thing matt offered is at one point we cued his mic up he's like do this fucking hockey podcast (laughs) i'm with these fucking idiots doing a stupid ass show that no one watches Oh my God, Matt! You want to promote anything? Matt, Matt, here, here you go, Matt. Your time to shine. Everybody else is muted, so you you better say something. Fuck this podcast. Oh, thanks for tuning in. What was that? Thanks for tuning in to Brew Jackets. Great episode. (laughs) Loved it. Uh, Matt loves it too. Yes. Uh, Great show. That's just his role. He knows yeah. nothing, obviously. That's his name on here. But that's okay. So we, we each have a specific role, and I, I do kind of want to run this down. Yeah. Um, Ke- Kevin is more or less the, the entire pillar for the show because he's got the hockey knowledge. Look, I, I, plan on, I plan on watching hockey. When- you're, you're not allowed to talk right now. You'll come back in a second. So <laughs> Ke- Kevin's definitely the pillar. Dale definitely um, – He's a good like color commentary guy. He bounces a lot of stuff, keeps the conversations going. I try to offer some comic relief. I'm mainly here because I have the StreamYard account and can kind of get it going. <laughs> I'm basically the sugar daddy of the show. I'm the technician. I'm the wallet. I am the support. And Matt just kind of – he's the motivator, man. He's the one that gets us going. He'll message us at like 2 in the morning. When are we doing another show? I'm yeah. fucking ready. Where, where, where yeah, we he's never ready. He's always ready, but he's never actually ready. To he's like, show. guys, we're going on at five. We end up at six, and he's just like somewhere eating pizza at trivia night. And we're like, all right. No, we said six thirty originally. That was my that's plan. true. That's we just got to say that's true. We did say. And it, if it started at six thirty, what would be different right now? Oh, it's not safety. He'd be halfway down with his pizza, and he'd be getting ready to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which. What? Oh, there he goes. All right, guys. Hey, everybody. Everybody, thanks for tuning in to Brew Jackets. We've had a great time. We'll try to roll out another one of these maybe in a couple weeks because we still don't have hockey coming out. So we're not trying to do one weekly or anything yet. We may get to that point once hockey season begins. But right now. We're going to do a pregame show every damn game. I'm kidding. I have no. I do not have the time for that, bro. That's a bit much. That's a bit much. We'll we'll be bringing up. Oh God! We can bring uh, Kieran on here for pregame every night. Just yeah, he will have no idea what's going on. But I don't give a shit. Will I will listen to him broadcast a hockey game. Listen, I love it. Oh, that would be that's a, that's actually a great. Can idea. we live? Can we like do it on Twitch? Can we live stream Kieran calling a, a Blue Jackets game? Union Blue Soldiers does have a Twitch, so it, it'll be me and Kieran calling the game because I I have we both have no idea what's going on. We'll just be angry the whole time. <laughs> But like I, I like I like this idea. This this has got yeah. some feet. This got some legs to it, man. I listen. I like Kieran's British accent, and I feel like that he <laughs> could, he could tell me that I'm like a terrible person, and I would think, and I would be more okay with it because of the yeah. British accent. Oh yeah, I would be like, I know, bruv. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's weird. So like that, that's what I think I love about these communities on Twitter is there's so many Bengal fans that just say bruv. Oh, 
Go what? Good punt return, about 30 yards, 35 yards. I'm looking at fickle chewing gum on fourth and seven. I'm like a whole ass minute behind. Continue your thoughts, Antari. But no, it's so much fun with this community because there's an entire faction of Bengal fans on Twitter that call each other bruv or like when we get in fights with people like Ravens fans or Steelers fans, we'll be like, all right, bruv. And they probably have no clue what we're talking about, but it is 100% the influence of Kieran and I love it. Or or Karen be like, hey, char- charity boxing match. Yo, he's ready, man. He sent me he sent me at least thirty videos boxing the other day to uh, like female pop songs, shaking it, and it was the whole thing. Like oh I God. think he wants to like charity boxing match the whole uh, Cleveland Browns fan base. Or something. Yeah, I think so. I think he just wants to hit somebody. Like I think. Let's be honest. <laughs> he said he's snatching a. The Sean Watson jersey off somebody before this season's over. Some random on the street, he's gonna <laughs> like like someone someone on Twitter will say something nice about Deshaun Watson, and then he'll be like, charity boxing match. I really hope that we like win some kind of high energy game. Oh or, god, fuck. Or there's, or there's a big I'll see it in a second. Or there's a big comeback or something. And there's some <laughs> local shit. news reporter. Sir, would you like to give us your thoughts on the game? And it's Kieran outside Paul Brown Stadium. <laughs> Live on WCPO. <laughs> well, I just need him to come down so I can do some of my clips. Because we got oh! other yeah, exactly. That <laughs> eh, might be the game. Most likely. But anyways, but um I think I've tried to close this four times saying yeah, thanks I'm for joining. Go, go, all right, CBJ, go Blue Jackets, go Reds, go Bengals, go Bearcats. Best of luck to Ohio State in their game against Notre Dame. No! Anyways, um, and uh, yeah, follow follow uh, Bengals and Brews, follow Union Blue Soldiers, follow Rally Around the Natty, follow Brew Jackets on uh, our Twitter page. and bunch Follow of Matt. Stuff. Just follow him. Not, yeah, not yeah. Him, just follow him around. Yeah, just follow. Follow every, follow, me follow home. every one of us on social media. Follow me home. <laughs> this has been a fun show. I've enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Yeah, close it out. Bye-bye.